0: What's up, listeners? This is what we'll do today. We'll run silky and filthy for what? Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes, we'll do some hockey talk. Let's not force it, you know? We can't we can't promise the people 50 minutes of hockey talk. It's just not gonna happen. What do you want to talk about? In, in latest news, hockey won't be back till August. Like, yo, nobody knows. It could be bad. Two
1: garas fart smell, according to Zidane Chara. Damn, see, this is um
0: damn. The, the, you know, I wanted more personality, you know. <laughs> And before we see a nice pair of uh, a nice pair of sneakers, a nice car, a nice house, a nice party, well, we can't party in the quarantine. We have to hear about farts. That's that's the NHL and personality. It is what it is. At least it's different. <laughs> these guys yeah, yeah, talk you know, about maybe farts. Maybe we getting
1: what we asked for. You know, we wanted these personalities to shine, and here they are. Now we're talking about farts and <laughs> Connor McDavid's favorite hockey stick. <laughs> welcome 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 all you silky studs all you crazy canadians and all you kooky non-canadians to another episode of silky and filthy of course hockey is on pause so we're doing a little meanwhile in canadia as well expanding one of our favorite segments into a longer show but first and foremost listeners we're gonna (laughs) kick sorry listeners (laughs) we're gonna get to you in a second but kyle i gotta ask you how are you doing
0: i'm doing good man i'm excited for this Meanwhile in Canada episode coming up in, in 10 to 15 minutes. Yes, another rehearsal, another trial. It's, is it really a trial? We're doing it. We're doing it. It just it just ebbs and flows. The people who are listening to it on the Nux Misconduct Network, you get a sneak peek into the greatest Canadian satire, political, non-political show ever. <laughs> That's just a fact.
1: It's the most all-encompassing show about Canada you will ever hear. It's the truth. Period. It's the truth. In all of history.
0: It's the truth. I hope that we don't turn people on Canada. You know, real talk. But we gotta tell the truth.
1: Yeah, we do have to tell the truth. And I know if, like when we did meet <laughs> Juan Kennedy throughout the show, there was both good and bad stories. You know, uh, we had stories about the, our mayor here in Surrey fucking up Uber. We also had stories about naked protesters and wieners. So I mean, there's there's mm, good and bad. The wiener story in Canada. The wiener story. How about that story about the
0: uh, the gold digger? That was a good story too.
1: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> The gold digger. Oh man, yeah, that was I should see where that's going on, man. 27 million dollars in the air. 90-year-old who just wants some love. His kids just want the money. What Damn. a situation. Man. I wonder how that's going to What right a now.
0: situation, man. What a country. We'll talk about it later on, Mimon Canadian. But right now, puck talking bullshit, silky and filthy. Trevor man, good topic. Good topic. Good little segue into what we're doing later in the episode. But man, great question, man.
1: Yeah, Kyle, I know I asked you prior to the show what was the Canadian NHL team that you respected the most aside from the Canucks? I know, I know you're not the kind of guy to go, yay, Canada and go Canada when it comes to the NHL. You're not like that. Some people are, some people aren't up here. Uh, It's very divided among Canadians, but I just thought I'd ask you the question first, which Canadian NHL team do you respect most other than the Vancouver Canucks?
0: Great question. I had to think about it on, on the walk with the dog, real talk. Cause I am that guy. I really don't give a fuck about any other Canadian team. But I still have to ask myself. like, If I had to choose one, which one has the most respect coming from my heart? And to be honest, I can't really give you a good reason outside of their history but the Montreal Canadiens. I don't feel an attachment towards them as far, as far as hate. Like We've never had a rivalry with them. They've never done anything bad to us since i've been watching the canucks toronto i whoa, mean whoa
1: whoa 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 yes barry cock and the man he <laughs> oh, took a lot of lies
0: peterson okay toronto Never forget. it's not really an option i just can't i can't pick toronto as a team that i respect the most across the country it's not very vancouver even though i don't get it but it held some weight because i think austin matthews i've said this many times one of my favorite players in the league i think he's one of the big faces in the NHL. And he actually wants it too. So I got a lot of respect for that dude. But man, Montreal for sure. The history is just there. No hate. And man, they love hockey, man. They love hockey. I have read a couple hockey books. Two of them. One about fans. Jake Baird I forgot. I think it's called A Fan's Life. I don't even know what it's called. It's a great book on the Montreal Canadiens. And then one by Ken Dryden. Yeah, the Canadiens. Histo- historic, man. We're talking like Green Bay Packers level of historic. No, more historic. What am I talking
1: about? based yeah, on the championships definitely. 24 stanley cups i don't think anyone is i don't think anyone's ever gonna reach 20 ever not like, at least not in our lifetime but probably ever dude in, Montreal, in sports 24 stanley cups and i know some people will say oh there was only six teams in the league when they won but they still did it dozen or more who care yeah exactly they still did it man you look at the new york rangers who went 50 plus years though winning the red wings didn't win a lot back then either um, it was just, it was a different game for sure. But the Montreal canadiens they're a model of excellence. They're the best team in league history. I think they deserve the most respect, whether you have an emotional attachment or not. And even that 93 team. And I want to, I went back and watched a good documentary. That I did too. Uh, the overtime yeah, you one? That one, the
0: overtime one, yo, that showed up on my YouTube recently, man.
1: Yeah. I, I watched it too. You know, I've been going back to some old retro hockey videos, right? Retro hockey videos. And John Oliver has been kind of filling my sports void a little bit. Nice. Nice. Um, But yeah, you look at that team from 93, they weren't, they didn't have the superstars. They weren't the most stacked team, but they just had a solid team and, you know, a culture of winning in Montreal. And of course, you know, they're the last Canadian team to get it done.
0: Yeah, the culture of winnings there. And again, the love, the love and passion for the game. I mean, it's ironic that in our new show, we we talk about like the French culture and we're trying to learn the language. And I feel as if, if I appreciated the language more and learned more about Montreal, and just that side of Canada, maybe we would understand the importance of Montreal even more. Being on the West Coast, we don't I don't think we really know how much they actually love hockey there. You gotta go to the Bell Center, watch a game. Is it still called the Bell Center? No way. There's no way it's called the Bell yeah. Center. It is? Yeah. Damn, shout out Bell. Okay, the Bell yeah. Center, loud as fuck all the time. And they're crazy about hockey. There's a story in that one book that I wrote, uh not wrote, read, and it was about a radio host who who just hated his job during during the time where the team was losing because the fans care so much in Montreal that they would just bum this guy out by calling in all all shift, bashing the Canadians. And I guess they bashed the Canadians on another level. Like, we think Vancouver has it hard. We think Toronto has it hard. I wouldn't be surprised, man. Montreal's probably the most harsh city in the NHL. That's how much they love hockey, man. And with that tradition, too, of winning, like, they've actually won many times. There's a, there's a standard, a fucking standard there, and yeah. a tradition, a real tradition. And so, yeah, Montreal for sure. and the, the rest of them, like fuck them, man. Like I don't give a fuck about Edmonton, Calgary, and you know what, Winnipeg. Up until I would say this year, where you know they're, they're they were fighting for a playoff spot against our city, you know, Vancouver. So I got no respect for them. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna show them that love. Everyone else, yeah, SMA and yo, Ottawa. They're the the. You know what? I may I mean this right now based on attendance and being the worst in the nhl being from canada i i respect you the least the nation's capital real talk real talk that's embarrassing you from fucking canada and you last place in the nhl attendance florida phoenix in your last place are you kidding me absolutely embarrassing
1: yeah this this is where i gotta stand up for ottawa though man I'm, I'm gonna come at you on this one stand okay, up for my it. ottawa people Shout to my ottawa family um, the, there's a big reason why Ottawa's last in the league. It hasn't been like this for a long time and I know people will point to the 2016-17 playoffs but there's two things in Ottawa. For me, it's A, the owner, Eugene Mel. Like People have no respect for this guy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He's been an absolute asshat for his entire tenure in Ottawa and fans are sick of it. And then B, they have a fucking arena in the middle of nowhere off the highway with shitty public transportation. It's, a, it's not an easy place to get to and I'll give you this. So, basically the auto senators arena is right in between you know downtown ottawa and my wife's hometown like an hour outside of ottawa you so, know it's i don't know it's not the best situation there so are you saying um, it's like, I feel like that in ottawa are you really. saying it's like abbotsford that's where the arena is yeah pretty much <laughs> maybe a little closer than abbotsford but i wonder why case, they thought
0: abbotsford. that was like a decent idea to even start you know what do you think the thought no process idea. was behind that because it it just sounds ridiculous to not have your nhl team play in the downtown hub of the city it just sounds ridiculous
1: I, I, my guess is just the land was cheaper i don't know it's, <laughs> it really was a long-term city and you think you could have like at least like good transit to get there but, but okay. for everyone i talked on auto like the transit's not good it's like you want to go to the game you want to drink you want to have a good time you don't have to worry about driving home not everyone has a DD, man. So, I mean, you know, it's it's nice to have a good transportation and they just don't have that.
0: You know what? I'm not going to let it pass, though. You're from Canada. 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 The place that keeps the NHL alive. Or did for the better part of, of what? Like 100 plus years? Like it was just Canada. Generating what? Most of the fucking revenue in the NHL? And come on. Come on. And they have like six, seven teams? Are you kidding me? You got to represent the game that we love. The, the game that we fucking saved. Last place? Don't be last place. Are you kidding me in attendance? I think it's like 13,000. Not even 13,000 on ESPN. Just ridiculous, man. That's embarrassing. Don't be last place. Get in the middle. You from fucking Canada.
1: That's yeah, but, bullshit, okay, bro. I'll, I'll tell you this. Here are the attendance stats from 2010-2011. Okay. Ottawa, 99.3% attendance capacity.
0: Dude, why are you talking you know, about something that's nine years? Good team? Nine What's years that? ago, bro. That's nine years ago. Irrelevant. I don't care if they're good, bro. Don't be last. Don't be last, bro. It doesn't that. That's embarrassing. Go, go, be number 21. Be number 22. Don't be 31. 31, bro, in Canada.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ottawa, Ottawa's been put in a tough situation, man. I understand where sense I understand where, Sen- understand coming where you're from. coming from, too. Why you're- would you go if, you, if you're sending, if, okay, if the same thing was happening in Vancouver, the arena was out in Abbotsford, the owner was fucking around, the team absolutely blew ass. Would you be paying money to go see games?
0: Yes, to support my fucking city, and my nation, <laughs> and my country. I can
1: see that shit good on your face, <laughs> and So, my my co- listeners, Kyle is lying through his goddamn teeth. At my country,
0: <laughs> most importantly, my country. Sounding super patriotic, like a damn American. My country. Of course, I'm doing it. It's my game. It's my game, yo. Can't be last place, bro. If that would happen here, I would, I would do anything to make sure two to three, three more thousand people. We're not even asking for sellouts. Just don't be last thirty first, bro. They're worse than Florida and Arizona. Man, that's bad. That's bad, bro.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a good situation in Ottawa. I agree, but I I blame but I hey. blame a couple other things more than I start blaming the fans. Um, but hey, man, okay, yeah, you know what? You're right. Not a good situation at all. Uh, maybe I'll just throw this by you. I read okay. about this in the Athletic. You know, one of the one of the quarantine killing time articles was about if you were starting the NHL order from scratch today. Where would you place each team? Mm. And the writer basically came to the conclusion that he would move the Florida Panthers to Miami but keep the team in Florida. But he would move the Senators to Quebec. And wow. I found that interesting because it's easy to shit on Ottawa right now with going on, the situation they're put in. Yeah. But man, I'd still rather have eight Canadian teams. I'd rather have Ottawa and Quebec. But yeah. I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts of it.
0: I, you know what? the dudes? The dude's like, okay, we're going to... We're going to name the team what? The Miami Panthers, yet keep them in the same place. Who wrote this article? That doesn't even make any sense. What's the solution
1: there? Old guy used to be on Satellite Hawks, stove on Hockeyman Canada back in the day. I I love that show. I love that show.
0: That just doesn't make sense. Maybe, maybe, you know what? He's like an old NHLer. He's retired and he lives in Florida. That's my guess. Because that makes no sense at all. No sense at all.
1: it's he he never uh he never played hockey. He was just uh just a famous he's, he's an old sports journalist. Nice, nice Eric living the dream. Of, like 64 years old.
0: Living the dream, yeah, man. I don't know. You know, I was thinking about living that. You know, let's l- let's cut to this. Hey, there's a
1: bullshit.
0: <laughs> you know, those guys just like us, right? Those guys that have never really played the game. And let's not talk about your damn fucking career when you're eight years old, you know, playing on the third line, okay? Let's not talk about that damn career. Let's talk about real life, okay? We never played the game yet. We have a dream. To cover this shit and make some money off of it, or just, you know, just do what we love, most importantly. Okay. Number one, money number two athletes, they, they at one point were making the same money as reporters. Imagine how, how like pissed off they were. And we're, we're talking like, you know, long time ago, 40 years mm-hmm. ago. It must have pissed them off. And now, if you, if you fast forward, you have, you have Tony Romo. Making upwards of 20 mil, I believe. I could be wrong. Somewhere around there. And Stephen A. Smith, like he's like signed for what, like 12 million dollars, 13 million dollars a year. Now these guys are making more money than than, than guys they get to chirp. That that's pretty awesome, bro. <laughs> that's fucking sick.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is this is the dream when you're recording a podcast yeah. from isolation. Yeah, in a, you know, in a in a modest room. That's the dream is making that 12, 13 million just to spew your comments on the air. For entertainment purposes, about athletes,
0: about athletes, about a child's game—that's the fucking dream right there. Okay, and I'll say this too: if you're a new listener, two things: we're about to jump into. Meanwhile, in Canada, once again, the the greatest. Well, what's the what's the word you use to describe our show?
1: We just greatest come, all-encompassing show about Canada. All-encompassing that you'll ever
0: hear. show about Canada that you'll ever hear. And number two, Trevor, right there—he proved why why he is the greatest husband of all time. Okay, he just. He just poured his heart out for Ottawa like they didn't they didn't deserve the reckoning that I was giving them because his his wife is from Ottawa. So, man, that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. That's love right there, bro. That's love. It's good to see that you in isolation with your wife still love her because I can I can only only predict that some people are just at each other's throats right now.
1: You You know, know, I'd love if I had some drama for the listeners right now (laughs) about how me and my wife are bickering, how we're about to kill each other. How we're just at each other's throats all the time, but it's it's been fucking awesome, man. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Okay, give some
0: See advice though. Like,
1: what do you think you're doing right to enable that?
0: Like, what you're experiencing right now? Look,
1: I don't know, man. We're just are you, awesome. Fucking are you dancing? People. Are you guys? No, I don't know. Stuff? Let me, let, let me think kitchen? of something better. I guess because uh, I don't know. I talk to buddies and like they're just they're, them and their girlfriends are going nuts. My oh. my buddy. How would we go uh, nuts, he, bro? He
0: What's that? I would be going nuts, dude. I would just be going nuts. But I can see what you and you and Hannah are just like a little different, you know. I know it's love. It's love.
1: I think I think you guys got you got to have that good balance of uh, you know being active and being outside and doing things together, but also have that lazy time too. Like you need a good balance of everything. I think if you're just like lazy time alone, no, lazy, it can be lazy time with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but if if you want a game and she wants to watch something, I'm not a huge gamer. But if that's that's what uh, if that's what you like to do, you got to communicate with it, now with your I, partner. Be I like, you know, I, I need some time you, for myself. You just if figured it out, like man. Bar.
0: You broke it down without even saying it, okay? I think most people who are bickering with their loved ones, one half of them is just spending so much time on the couch playing video games that it's just, you know, getting on the nerves of the other one. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, you, know,
1: you got to communicate that shit before you just exactly. fucking plop your ass on the couch for eight hours and don't say anything. <laughs> exactly, because just witnessing your loved
0: one do absolutely nothing, or a whole day but play video games you're probably just thinking the whole time like what the fuck am i doing with this person and then it just starts you know getting negative from there and who knows
1: man who knows but you yeah, know that's some, it's some jerry springer shit right there man <laughs> i, I work two jobs while i was playing video games with the kids what? i was doing something no <laughs> i listened
0: to a podcast to read i've said i've talked about this podcast a couple times on the network and there was one person who who sent a message in to the to the duo that hosts the show and one of the The message was about how how she's pissed off at her boyfriend for playing video games all day, and she's concerned about how this will affect their long term relationship. And it's like (laughs) whoa, it's like whoa, because he's seeing it. Because remember, I mean, everyone's so used to hustling, and I can only imagine that people that listen to that podcast probably in the same demo as us. I mean, if you're if you have a good enough job and you're set up, and then you get like this time off where you're kind of chilled out about the money, you're not worried too much. That's just your time, like you've never had that time for such a long time, like since a summer vacation, you know. So, I can only imagine how many people are actually just sitting down on the couch, just rocking out to video games. And if they have a girlfriend watching or a boyfriend watching, they're, <laughs> damn, damn,
1: they pissed off. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little too close to call, them, man. But yeah, like I said, men, ladies, if you're gaming too much, just just go spend some time with your partner and, and let them know that you got, you got a game for a couple hours. But don't don't completely ignore them either, you know. Or if you you
0: know get annoyed, just go start your own podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bitch about how much the your your significant other pisses you off. Everyone needs an outlet, man. A hundred percent. Everyone needs an
0: outlet, including this great country of ours. You know what? For years, for for decades, for over a century, since the since the since the country became a country. Okay, we know it. Canada just been been given the gold medal for for excellence for a- anything really. Like just being nice, always saying sorry, being kind, just super great people. People cheer for you when you rock a Canada flag when you're off in some foreign country, okay? That's how Canada is renowned all over the world. And we're here not to spoil it, but we just want to, you know, give you some of the truth. That's all. We're more than just people who say sorry. That's a fact. So we got to run this, okay? Meanwhile, in Canada another test episode. Thanks for listening to Silky and Filthy. And yo, you're going to love the show Too Real Talk. You're going to love it. <laughs>
1: Each day, a busy beaver can shift 10 times its own body weight. Alrighty then, I grew up in Canada.
0: I have not been around someone
1: who wasn't high on pot for the past 15 years. Nancy, please don't trip on me, baby, okay? Did we get her done? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Do I look Canadian? (laughs) We did it because we love our country, and not for any other reason, no other reason. They can
0: throw the money uh, for the pension fund out the window, they can throw anything they want out the window. We came because we love Canada. Okay, okay, meanwhile in Canada, my name, Kyle Bowen, that's Trevor Beggs. Again, this is the, the best all-encompassing show about our country, our great nation, Canada, the best side of North America. Let's be real. Right, Trevor? The best side of North America. Nothing better, man. Nothing better.
1: Nope. North America, It's the best part of the Northern Hemisphere. Ooh, oh, 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 oh,
0: oh, oh, my guy. My guy's going there. Okay, so we have a lot on the on the plate today. A lot of Jim Carrey talk. A lot of Tim Horns talk. Oh, We're also going to be learning French later in the episode. But, man, should we just do it right off the top? Like, straight up? Oh, I, I made a bump for this, too. I made a bump for this. I, th- I think I've called it Have You Heard This? I'm not sure. But we're going to be talking about some some Canadian porn stars, too. Oh!
1: <laughs> <Ah-ha-ha>! <laughs> oh, beautiful! <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard this one?
0: <laughs> okay, okay. That was Jim Carrey, by the way, on David Letterman a while ago. Jim Carrey, one of the one of the premier premier celebrities back in the day late 80s in the 90s just dominated we'll talk about him towards the end of the episode but this is when you know I learned some Canadian facts throughout the day throughout the week Trevor does the same thing and we just give them to you i mean this is the best part of the show to be honest we get to learn about our country dig up some facts so do you want to oh, start yeah, or man, should like i start
1: what I think i think you should start man i like the topics that you were throwing out there okay cool uh, you know yeah i think perfect. You, should, you should throw on the topic perfect here.
0: the first thing i'm going to do we're going to talk about a real good story, a real good story, okay? On this day, in the late late 90s, I should have the stats right here. None of it. Yes, none of it. The last territory called Canada home. Now, Trevor, have you ever been to none of it?
1: <laughs> I have never been to none of it, no. I don't know anyone that has been to none of it. Um, and it's funny, it's it's such a big territory. It would, I think it's basically bigger than Europe. Wow but it's so far up north that there's supposedly only like 30,000 people that live there.
0: Okay, so here here are some facts about none of it regarding its size. Okay, so none of it joins Canada in 1999. Big year. Okay, big year. 1999, the the first year that that Trevor and I attended school. Unless you did preschool,
1: did you do preschool? Nope. You I actually didn't know.
0: Oh, so that that's right. I'm right then, man. That's that's the first time we we attended school. Great times. Great times in Canada yeah. we didn't learn about this in kindergarten why did they tell us this in kindergarten that that Canada got a got a new a new territory that's some pretty big news they should be telling us that shit that's what I'm talking about man we barely barely learned about Canada up here
1: <laughs> crazy yeah I know it, it takes some time man I, it, and people kind of shit on Canadian history and social studies but uh, man if you, if you really dig into it if you you know you, you add some pop culture some fun other than just the textbooks you know Canada is pretty fucking awesome
0: Really is so none of it. Uh, Trevor was talking about the size. I'm not sure how big this is, but I, I'm assuming it's huge. We're talking about over two million square feet for this territory. Is that really big on a fucking map? It looks huge. You just said what? It's bigger than all of Europe. Is that what you said? Or was I tripping out?
1: Yeah, I want to try to confirm that, but I I know it's it's pretty damn close. Like if you look at the size of none of it on a map, it's the top right corner of Canada with a bunch of uh, little islands and shit. There's nothing really there, but man... Whoa, oh, man, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. Look at this. We're learning.
0: Place. We're learning. Sorry to cut you off, but you may be right because according to this website, thearctickingdom.com, none of it, The if it was its own country, would be the 15th, yes, 15th largest country in the world. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's ridiculous, nuts. man. That's ridiculous, though. So, so I, I don't know. We're, we're happy to have... Have none of it part of our nation, I guess. I don't know one person from none of it. I do know somebody that's from the Yukon, I believe. He moved to Vancouver to be a graphic designer, and then he got a job working for the paper back back home. Shout out Don Usan. I don't know what territory he lives lives in, but he's up there. He's somewhere up there. Shout out to my boy Don. Do you know anyone that lives in any of these territories? Outside of None of it?
1: I do have a family friend that lives in the Yukon. What? The White Horse. Yeah. What? Yeah, Wait, they actually you moved up there for work, ironically enough. They work in healthcare. Damn, that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. That's yeah, beautiful. That's crazy, eh? You know,
0: why don't we just take a step back st- step back, and ask ourselves this question, okay? What, what would you do for fun? Like, in none of it. I mean...
1: I think it's got to be, like, in the winter, you got to be ice fishing. I mean in the winter, Isn't it always know, the winter there? Isn't there food?
0: always snow there?
1: Oh, yeah. For, like, six months, the winter, at least, if not eight months. Bro, I, you gotta, you, I'm not going to front. The coolest thing about up there is in the summertime, you have almost 24 hours of daylight. Like, i love to do, like, a summer road trip up there. Ooh. And it's where it's, like, dark for maybe an hour of that. Like, that'd be, I think that'd be awesome.
0: Bro, that would be beautiful, man. Could you imagine that? 24 hours yeah, of sunlight? That. It'd be a nice party going on. You could have a 24-hour barbecue.
1: 24-hour barbecue. There we go. Damn,
0: bro. Could you imagine that, yo? Man, for, like, for, like games, you'd just be riding dogs. Or like sledding with dogs? That'd be cool as fuck, bro. I'd bring my dog up there. I don't know what I'd be doing up there for fun. I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a big fan walk. of snow. I'm not a big fan of snow. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, you have to really love the snow. That's why not a lot of people live there. It mm-hmm. is pretty cold year round. Um man, like yeah, you really have to just fall fall in love with the snow with the cold. Yeah. I'll give you this. So the the warmest or the the average temperature in Nunavut during winter it's between negative 15 and negative 40 that's the range so you're talking about probably an average of you know negative 27 and a half the average yeah man so how did you say it am i saying
0: it wrong none of it none of it none of
1: it i i I say i say none of it but i don't know like none of it none of it it, bro yeah I'll, i'll have none of it
0: damn bro yo i'm looking at a sunset right now bro this is nice as hell bro Pink skies, man. Pink skies. Okay, none of it.
1: You, man, when, when, when Meanwhile in Canada blows up, we're going to do a little road trip. Uh, 100%. 100%. For the, people, the for the people. For the people.
0: No, you you right, man. you right. Shout out to none of it. On this day in 1999, you became, you became a part of the greatest nation in the world. Real talk. Another reason why this nation is so great you know what that that's a bit of a lie okay honest person honest podcast i'm not going to front i'm not the biggest fucking fan of tim hortons even though it's been a staple in my life i think the older i've gotten and the more i've you know i appreciate you know where my money goes i guess or you know how food tastes that i buy i just i just i just don't fuck with tim hortons that much anymore man the coffee mm. the double double i can rock with it i really can that's a staple but everything else i don't know it's not working for me if it's not the honey cooler if it's not the double double I'm not going to Tim Hortons.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm i so used to just kind of making coffee from home and, mm. uh, and eating at home regardless before this whole coronavirus thing hit the fan. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I don't mind Timmy's. It's not bad like once in a while, but I'm not like, I'm no diehard Timmy's fan. I'm no diehard uh, Starbucks fan. What I actually like, and I was in a meanwhile in Canada, but shout out Australia. Okay. Australia's got more like little coffee shops, cafes, um, and, and I know it's, the same thing exists here but you know the tendency is just to go to the chains where that in Australia that's not the thing like you just go to your little coffee shop that like they're all over no the brand. place eh?
0: they're all over the place eh? okay but tim Horns today while we're talking about them they they did two things okay they announced that they're having their easter donut come out and i, I believe it's the uh, cadbury like not the cream egg but the uh, the mini eggs the mini eggs they're going to be on a donut you think that's going to taste good I fuck with the mini oh, eggs, yeah, man. Hell yeah. The mini eggs are, that's crack. That shit's crack, bro. That shit is crack. Like, if you ever get a big bag of those on movie night, if I grab that shit, you're it's never done. getting the back. It's done. Game over. So Tim Orange yeah. is doing that. They're also doing, like, off-site coffee dropping. So, like, they'll they'll deliver the coffee to you, but they'll pick a meetup spot, you know? So they, they won't even come to your house. They pick a spot. Wow, you get there. You won't even, like... Touch the person. That's just like a weird situation. What, what what's going on here? I, I'm sure that a lot of fast food chains are doing this. But yeah, they, they will offer mobile pickup in remote locations. That That's crazy, yo. That's crazy. <clears throat> Tim Horns, man. They're, they're for the people. They're for the country. I guess you go on your phone. You order the coffee. They pick a spot for you. You go there. You don't even see the person or touch the per- like. Get in contact with the person because nobody really wants to do that right now. But you still get your Tim Hortons double-double. People are really going out of their way to get this shit, This get this fucking coffee. Fuck the fucking disease, the pandemic, the coronavirus. (laughs) Do it for my double-double.
1: No, Tim Hortons is an addiction, okay? Unofficial stat here on Meanwhile in Canada, but at least 62% of Canadians are addicted to Tim Hortons. 62%. If If you go to any small town in Canada... Tim Hortons lined up out the fucking door in a minus forty degree blizzard, guaranteed. <laughs> Any small town in Canada, they'll fucking love their Timmys. It's unbelievable. It's an addiction in this country. Ooh, I believe that man.
0: I think, I think in those small towns, let's say you know you're asking a girl out, you in high school, the first date it could be at Tim Hortons. Let's be real. Let's be real. It could Ooh. be there.
1: Have I ever had a first date at Tim Hortons? I definitely. <laughs> I definitely had coffee with uh, with the girl on a date at Tim Horns. I don't know about a first date.
0: <laughs> that's so that's so beautiful, man. Taking a girl out to fucking Tim Horns, a good old Canadian gal, man. That's beautiful, man. Shout out to Tim Horns. again. I don't really fuck with your food, but you know I, I know you're supporting Canadians. You guys are working hard. Yo, shout out to shout out to people working in the fast, fast food industry right now and janitors. I know I know nurses and doctors and all those people. They deserve so much credit, pretty much all the credit because they're right in the fire. You know what I'm saying? But there are a lot of other people doing services for the human race right now, including those who work at the McDonald's, the Wendy's, the Tim Hortons and the janitors. And yeah, you guys are superheroes, too, right now. I mean, really fighting the fight in the public. That's just not easy right now.
1: Even in my small little neighborhood here, I bang the pots and pans. I puff the pen, I do it all for you guys. So thank you. Thank you.
0: That's beautiful. I have to start doing that, man, for the people, for the people. Shout out Canada! Shout out the world right now. We know the world's going through a lo- little bit of a rough time. Well, you can't really put sugar on this. It's it's a big rough time right now, and unfortunately, it's, it is what it is. Hopes and prayers with the people. Yo, right you're, now. you're
1: shouting out the right people, man. Shout out to you. You know, not only did you bring up a couple great stories there Tim Hortons and none of it, but you also two hockey references. You got Jordan Tutu. Can't mention none of it okay. without Jordan Perfect. Tutu. Perfect. Shout out to you. And then of course Tim Horton, the legendary Toronto Maple Leaf hey. who built the empire that now 62% of Canadians are unofficially addicted to.
0: Man, you know what? I'm going to have a double double tomorrow. I really am. That shit, that shit is, is good. It really is good. Speaking about good, let's talk about porn. Okay, let's talk about porn. (laughs) We have to do this. And to be honest, last week when I did the research on this, this topic, this concern about Canadian porn stars, I only found four, four individuals. But then I did more research over the last week and I found this website that did a top 20 is this the same one that you Ooh. found, too? <laughs> I found this one, too. The top 20 best Canadian porn stars.
1: Oh, no. I, I Mine was a top 10. It was xxxbios.com.
0: This is redbled.com. Oh,
1: redbled.com. I guess that's good.
0: Dripping adult content. And to be honest, I don't like this. This website is dirty as fuck right now. Like, Real Talk is so, it's bad. It's bad. You know.
1: Yo, play some clips for the listeners, man.
0: Here's the thing. Okay, yes, I watch porn. Okay, sometimes it happens for some reason, somehow, in some fashion, it happens.
1: Whoa, 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 hey, why are you acting so ashamed, man? I'm not ashamed, I'm not ashamed. I guarantee ashamed. 100% of our listeners have watched porn. Yeah,
0: 100%, I guarantee that too. We're, we're humans and we're a little fucked up. But You're I'll, listening
1: to a podcast called Silky and Filthy.
0: I will say this though, okay, watching porn for like... Not even watching it, but just doing research on it and then seeing clips, it just kind of makes you feel a little gross. It doesn't feel the same, you know, when the intention's not there to use the porn for what it is. It's kind of like, whoa, what? What is this? This is a bit extreme. That's someone's mom, probably, you know.
1: Crazy. That's where our mind is different, man. I started researching porn, and I was like, all right, <laughs> here we go.
0: Hey, fair enough, man.
1: Woo-hoo!
0: Fair enough. Okay, let's talk about. In
1: the room. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go research some porn together.
0: Okay. The top 20 porn stars, and the reason why we wanted to do this, especially around this time, is because, you know, we've seen the growth or the importance of the porn star rise over the last couple of years. You know, before that, I feel like they were just just put down. They weren't part of the public scene. They were shamed. But once again, over the last couple of years, through things like, what, the slut walk and whatnot, you know, there, there's a bit of empowerment there. And, yo, they're part of the workforce. It is what it is. It's what its its 2020. My big, my big thing with this though is, you know, when I'm when I am going through the porn sites, I barely see anything about Canadian this, Canadian that, Canadian this. It's always, you know, Belgium girl, Asian girl, blah 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 blah. But where are the Canadians at? Where are the Canadians at? That's my question. That's why I had to do the research, and I found 20 of them. So Are we going through all 20? <laughs>
1: I don't know if we should. I, bro. I would say pick your favorite ones, man.
0: I don't know, nah, man. It's like I said, man. When you're watching this stuff with, with a different intention, it just, it just they're all the same. I'm sorry, but we gotta name these names. <laughs> you know, right now, let's all be right, real.
1: How about, how about you pick one off of your list and I'll pick one okay, off cool. of my list and we'll get how to ten
0: that? and we'll get to ten. And another reason why we're doing this too is because let's be real. With the rise of the porn star in in the social social circle, we know that these. These workers, they can't do their work right now. You don't think they're not going to put their bodies on the line and set a bad example for the human race right now? Of course they're not going to work. They have the most intimate job. No. Yo, you know how... Yeah, it's, that's a tough job. <laughs> I, thought, I thought of something right now, okay? I thought of something right now. This may be a genius idea. You know how television is somewhat adapting to the pandemic by... You know, they're just shooting webcam videos, and it's working. It's working. These late-night shows, sports shows, they're shooting webcam videos, and it's working. People are still watching, blah, blah, blah. You think if people are so desperate for for new porn that they would be open to to watching the couple or the people embark in
1: some phone sex
0: or something? Could that be something? <laughs> Could that be something that people like would watch?
1: That's like a coronavirus fetish, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I said, they gotta set a good example, bro. They gotta set a good example, and, and they can't be out there Yo, getting I, close I to people. One,
1: you want to talk about interesting jobs? I actually once met a guy at a party who uh, he was basically like a security guard for ex Hamster. Uh-huh. So if guys were like, if you were in a lobby and like the girl was like masturbating and the guy was being a dick, like all of a sudden there's like big burly guy would like come wow. in and get the fuck out of here. Wow. that. Like, what a job to have, man. Wow. Wow.
0: Okay. L- l- let's name off some names. Let's, let's give some light to the the Canadian workers in this field okay I'm gonna go with number 20 on mine again we'll just go we'll go to 10 okay I do one you do one boom 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 okay we'll 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 go with Tiffany Preston first okay shout out to you Tiffany
1: (laughs) all right I got born and raised in British Columbia (laughs) from from not airplane xxx flight attendants 2009 and best butt in the biz, 2013, <laughs>
0: Shyla Styles. Damn, you got the sick website, man. I just got like paragraphs, and damn, you got you got the stats. But, anyways, we'll continue. Let's go with uh, Sunny Leone, okay? I'm just seeing the videos, like I can't determine if she's better than her colleagues, but you know, shout out to you.
1: Yeah, you know what? I love some of the titles here. Okay, so <laughs> I, I got on my list uh, from Fetish finishing school in 2006. And Girly Strap-On, 2005. And, of course, how, how could anyone forget Girly Gang Bang 4 from 2005. Nice, nice. Early Summer from Montreal. Shout-out
0: to you. Shout-out to you. How about this one? Grace Harlow. I just like the name. The name is nice.
1: Grace Harlow, I like it, man. Yeah. How about um, from Laval de Rapides, Quebec? Okay. She was in Gis- 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 Chauffeur's Daughter. <laughs> Two thousand eight, it's Lani Barbie. Ooh.
0: Okay. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Next up we got Eh. How about this one? Alyssa Reese. Nice name. I'm just going with the nice names. I'm going with the nice names here.
1: Nice. Oh you gotta have a nice name as a stripper, yeah, but okay, huh? this stripper so stripper so popular she had her own porno Ugh. named after her. Oh shit. Amy Azura's Pajama Party, two thousand nine. Amy Azura. From Leamington, Ontario.
0: Damn. You got the cities like that, man. This website. Oh, I got one from Vancouver. We got to call her out.
1: There you go. We're not call
0: her out. We got to put some light on this, okay? We're talking about Capri Cavalli. Look at that name. Born in Vancouver, oh, Canada. What Yo, a shout name, out to man. you. There we go. I just got the names. Okay, one more each. One more each.
1: All right, one more each. Okay, so for me, I got to give a shout out to Vancouver. She was on my list. Hey. She's from the classic. Must see, Happy Canada Day, eh? Oh, <laughs> from 2016, Vancouver, BC, Kiana Dior. Oh, bad. You know, she's she's a Canadian Chinese Scottish
0: heritage. Beautiful. Oh, bad. Sorry, yeah. man. I have to cut you off there just with the applause. Girl. Can you can you say that again? Holy, that was epic.
1: And she's a Canadian Chinese Scottish heritage. Oh wow,
0: damn man. That's so, she's all over the place. Girl. That's awesome. Miss International representing our city. Day, eh? And that yeah, that's yeah, there a great you go, name. man. of
1: Canada Day can be found on ujiz.com.
0: Wow, perfect. Okay, go find her there. And, and number one, we got Kristen Price. That, that's number one on my list. Okay, we're not we're not ranking these ladies. Uh you know, we're proud to be from the same country as these these ladies. And, and once again, these ladies they, they can't go to work right now. They can't they can't produce new work because they want to set a good example for social distancing. They can't do what they do. A lot of people can't do what they do right now. It's it's weird times in the world, man.
1: Hey, I'm used to being I'm just across from you at the podcast table in Burnaby. Now we've got to record from home. It is what it is, you know? It is what. We're all figuring it, it out. It is.
0: Real talk. We are all figuring it out. Let, let's run an ad first. And then we'll jump into. I guess we'll do the uh, the French lesson. Why don't we? Okay. En
1: francais, s'il vous plaît.
0: En francais, s'il vous plaît. You are listening to Silky. I was about to say Silky and Filthy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Canadian. With Trevor Bags and Kyle Bowen.
1: You really think this man is speaking French? Okay,
0: okay, we are back on. Meanwhile, in canadia slash Silky and Filthy. Remember, this show—we're just previewing it right now for the people on the Nux Misconduct Network. We'll be moving this to the Posted Up Network very soon. There's just not much hockey going on, and we were told to, uh you know, showcase our personality. And we're doing that through, you know, educating the people about porn
1: stars. Wow. Yeah, through Nunavut, Tim Hortons, and porn stars. What a great combination. Welcome to Canada.
0: Welcome to Canada.
1: Nothing like fucking on a bed of ice with a double-double in your hand. Ooh,
0: what would you call that? What position would that be called?
1: Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) The icy hot double-double.
0: Damn, bro. If you you do two rounds?
1: Yeah, why not, Okay,
0: okay. Or two or, holes. Ooh, okay. Okay, or it'll be like 69, maybe. Too,
1: yeah. Calm down. Boom. We talked about it. I'm a big fan of 69.
0: That's true, that's true. Okay, welcome to... What's the show? <laughs> I can't do French, man.
1: En français, s'il vous play. This is the part of the program
0: where I... Trevor fucking showcased his French towns last week, this fucking liar. This guy knows French. Like, no tomorrow. This is pretty much the segment where I learn French. And how we're going to do this is, it's quite simple. Play a little game. First one to 100 over the course of this campaign. Gets a trip to Montreal. Trevor's up 1-0. He's probably going to get a big head start before I start catching up. It is what it is. But this is how we play the game, okay? We both go to Google Translate. I give Trevor a a sentence in French. He tries figuring it out in English. Vice versa. Last week, there was a tiebreaker. So we did two rounds. We normally only want to do one. I mean, let's hope there's a tiebreaker. I, I love this fucking segment. I love, I, I, love it. It's gonna be a lot Why of fun. Not, so, do you want to go first, or should I go
1: first? Uh, I think you read it first last week, so let me read okay, it first okay, this week. How about that? Okay, cool. All right, I'll start you off with, uh, you know, I don't want to say easy, but uh, you know, see how you do. Okay. Je pris une pizza pour le dîner. Oh, um, I ate. Fuck. Can you say that again? Je pris Un pizza pour le dîner.
0: Jun pri? Is that we saying "jeune prix?
1: Je prise. Je
0: please. I mean, I hope that means like, doesn't mean like I'm prepping or something, but I, I just, I just think you're trying to say I ate pizza for
1: dinner. There we go, hey. buddy. You got it. Hit the okay. applause button for okay. yourself. Okay.
0: Okay. Do I have an Applause. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I got this button too. I got this button too.
1: You're doing terrific. Boom. There you go. Oh, nice. I that's, think that's, that's from. the Canadian. That's from. Uh, You're doing
0: terrific. From Letter Kenny. Okay. We'll work on the buttons. We got time. We got time. Nice. Work on the buttons. Okay. I, I just got one. Trevor, thank you for. Thank you for. For giving me an easy one. That's love. And that's a fair way to play the game. If this is golf. I got like the fat handicap right now. Okay. Real talk. Cause you prove. You said your mom grew up in Quebec. Yeah. After we made this game up, after I did all the work on the sounds, after I formulated the, the spreadsheet of how this game's gonna I, work. this guy I did, wasn't
1: lying though, bro. I didn't pick up anything from her growing up. It wasn't like it was a big advantage. I swear to God.
0: Yeah, right, buddy. You fucking liar. Oh my uh, God, You're just no trying, to win. You're just trying to win that trip to Montreal. It is what it is. Okay, my turn to give French, uh give French. Give Trevor a sentence in French. He'll try to figure this out. I do think this is hard, and I we'll get to the, the second part of it after, okay? Qui est la personne La plus drôle de tous la temps.
1: Who is the person that is the best dressed all the time? Ah, oh, you're so
0: close, man. I win. I win. Who was the funniest person of all time?
1: Oh the funniest person of all. I know like I win. All the time. I win. Yeah! <laughs> yes. yeah! Hey, dude you know suck, man.
0: If this was last week, I would have I would have given you it. But since I need the points, we're gonna have to end the segment. Real talk, I'm gonna have to take no, this yeah,
1: down. No, yeah, no, you definitely won fair and square. Uh, I, I messed that part up. I wasn't sure what le, was it, la pluie drole or something like that. What oh, man. Say? I
0: said okay. So I said qui est la personne la plus drole. I, I, I can maybe translate this. Let me see if you can hear this. Le plus drole. Okay.
1: Quick, come in. Le plus drole. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't. That, one, that one threw me off. I, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't sure what the hell that I meant. I can't play
0: this. I don't know how to. I can't play this. It's not playing. Anyways, I might have said it wrong, but yeah, Que la personne la plus drôle de tous les temps? But you were close. You were close. My bad if the pronunciation was bad, but that's what you should expect. Again, I failed French. I failed French. It is what man. it is. Here's what
1: Google Translate says. Qui est la personne la plus drôle de tous les temps? Wow, yeah, so
0: that's pretty much what you said. Oh, really? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah,
1: sure. Okay, sure.
0: Trevor's a fair guy. It's one-one. Now we both need 99 more wins to win a free trip to Montreal. On meanwhile in Canada. Okay, we're almost over. We got one more segment left. I don't know what we're naming this. Maybe if you're listening, you can you can message us at at Trev Bags or at Kyle Bowen. That's K Y L E B H A W A N or at Silky and Filthy. This is the this is the part of the show where we we highlight you know, the greatest of greats in the pop culture scene in Canada. Real talk. I, I can assume this too, okay? You can go up to an American and you can, you can talk about someone like a like a Jim Carrey or a Seth Rogan, Shania Twain. You know, there's a chance that they wouldn't even know that that they came from Canada because they think Canada is full of igloos and there's no plugs. There's no outlets. There's no technology out here. So the talent is here. Again, I don't know what we're gonna call this segment. Do you have something that we can call this? Right now I have it I have Canada versus the world, which is just a bit too long.
1: Uh yeah, I'm not sure, man. What's popping in Canada? We'll yeah. figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. Maybe around. we'll
0: just go with what's popping. What's popping? I don't mind that.
1: Let's I'm run poppin'. it. Just kidding. Don't do drugs, kids.
0: <laughs> let's run it. Let's, let's run what's popping in Canada.
1: Canada Ooh. my baby.
0: Okay, okay, Woo! okay, I love that bump, man. okay, okay, Canada, Canada, remember they datted us, shout out Illy Miniachi, he doesn't know that we use that bump, if he finds out, he'll appreciate it man, he fucking killed that shit, shout out Vancouver, alright, today, I'm talking about Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, had to do it, had to do it the other day, I'm not sure if I brought this up to you, but I had a, a somewhat quick assumption, okay, assumptions are bad, they're legal, they shouldn't be allowed. But I said something amongst the lines of of The Mask being Jim Carrey's best music. And I totally forgot about... Did I say music? Best movie? Movie,
1: yeah.
0: I totally forgot about Dumb and Dumber.
1: I'm glad you brought this up. I was going to ask you your favorite movie of all time. You know, Dumb and Dumber? I'm not going to lie. I've actually never seen it. What? Yeah. Yo, you I know, f- it's on that list of movies that I've, I've never actually watched. And, I, and I'm actually a Jim Carrey fan. I, I like a lot of Jim Carrey movies. Um, for some reason, I've just never seen Dumb and Dumber. Yo, you got to watch Dumb and Dumber. You got yeah, the family know, over. So much you much know, more.
0: that'd be a nice movie to watch during quarantine. You'll love it. You'll love it. It's just... Yeah, good for a laugh. Cam Neely's in there too. He is. He has Cam a, Neely? Yeah, he has, really? a, he has a big what? scene in there. Yeah, man. You got to watch, watch
1: it. All right, all right. You, you got okay. to, to watch it. I'm not the quarantine list.
0: No, straight up. You have to watch it. All right, more on Jim Carrey. It's good that you said he's one of your favorites. I think without even knowing because he was such a big part of my childhood. I never I never understood if like I couldn't comprehend if this guy would have a big impact on my life, but just looking back, I'm like, damn, this guy entertained me for such a long time. We're talking about throughout the 90s and the early 2000s. This dude was just making you laugh all the time. Yeah. He just he just crazy with the faces. Is there is there a man better with the faces? I don't think so.
1: And people think he's too over the top, but, man, people give Canadians a hard time about being, you know, too polite. There you or go. Too Jim Carrey's just in your face, man, and it's fucking awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, 100%. This guy's a bit over the top, but I think it's through him be- just demanding uniqueness from himself, you know? Like, that's the only way he could create is just being completely unique and outlandish, and I think he did, again, it is over the top, but he, he rocked it, you know what I'm saying?
1: He rocked it. Hey, it's fantastic and you know it's again a ton of movies. Shout out Ace Ventura. Never seen the that. Math, shout out Truman Show. Shout out Liar Liar, Bruce Almighty. Eter- How about even like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? If you want something that's a little bit uh Is that not on- so comedy. Is I think that- Jim Carrey can rock some other things. I didn't even mind the movie The Number 23 when I was growing up. Oh, I watched Jim Carrey, that. Man, it's a legend.
0: Yo, he's he's such a phenomenal actor. For someone to play that many characters, and I think when you do comedy at his level, whether it be stand-up or movies, playing all those different types of characters and the way he acts—I mean, we've seen the clips. I don't know if you've done your Jim Carrey research, but he—he—he he, he method acts. Yeah. So he gets really into it. Where that obviously helped him translate to, you know, the later part of his career where he he did other genres and movies.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. He, uh, I know he did like comedy in high school and whatnot too. He's just been into it from a young age, and he's you know just just been himself.
0: And, and he's Canadian.
1: What you got, and when you have a personality like Jim Carrey, I think that's exactly what you got to do.
0: Yeah, be yourself. Well, you should just be yourself the whole time, man. It, it, he is a prime example of just you know finding happiness within the comfort of your own skin, and by not trying to be anyone else, you know. And yeah, society is just kind of weird sometimes where it may force people to think you have to be a certain way. That's just, that's just bullshit, man. You got to bend the rules. And I think the best way to do that is is just be yourself and yeah, switch up, switch up the rules. Like what is cool? What isn't cool? What will be, what, who is approachable? I mean, at the, at the jump, a dude who makes weird faces and weird noises, that dude's not approachable, right? From, from what society teaches you, but this guy stuck with it and it just became the Jim Carrey way. And yeah, he just himself, man. And You get your respect down the road. Here's a cool story about Jim Carrey, okay? 1985, I think a lot of people have heard this story. Um, I I don't know if this was a low point in his life, maybe financially, but he wrote himself a check for $10 million in 1985 in his car and just kept it in his wallet. 10 years later, when he got the gig to work on Dumb and Dumber, he got paid $10 million. Just crazy story. Crazy story. And he still had that check in his wallet. And, yeah. you know, oh, this this is the cool thing. He dated that check for 10 years later as well. So in 1985, he wrote the check for 1995. And ironically, it worked out without him even knowing that this movie was out there. Well, maybe he did know somehow, some way, like just manifesting $10 million, bro.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 a crazy story. And, you know, you love those kind of those ragged to riches stories. And especially when there's a cool little backstory like that. No, oh, it's awesome on you, man. Thanks for bringing that up.
0: No, it's 100%. So everyone out there, go write yourself a check for $10 million, data for 10 years, and just believe in believe in the heart of the cards. A Yu-Gi-Oh reference. Not a Canadian reference, I know, but it's all about belief, man. It's all about hope. It's all about being yourself. That's just a fact, man. That's just a fact.
1: Yeah. Even if you want to write a, a little note about uh, you buying some beers for the Canucks winning the cup 10 years from now, boom, that's fine too, you know?
0: Why not? All we have is hope. And go watch some some Jim Carrey highlights. You know, just do it. Go watch a montage. Been down times in the world. I guarantee that shit will make you... Make you smile.
1: It really will. Yeah. Jim yeah. Carrey is a perfect... Uh, perfect... You know, a perfect guy to watch when you're in a self-isolation. I gotta go watch Dumb and Dumber, obviously.
0: 100%. 100%. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm looking pretty dumb for not watching it right now. percent So oh, 100%. I gotta knock it off my list.
0: No, that's gonna be awesome. Now we can end this podcast and you can get your family together to watch some Dumb and Dumber and it's... Just knowing there's a Canadian as one of the big faces of the program, man, 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 that's awesome. Jim Carrey, man, shout out to you. Do We got the applause for him. Okay, sure, why not? Man, oh, man, that was Meanwhile in Canada. I think we did better than last week, so I think it's just, um, yeah, it's going to take time, and I'm excited,
1: man, I'm excited. And yeah, we're all figuring out this new life in isolation. Who knows how long it goes on for? You're gonna keep hearing our voices on the microphones until we have zero listeners.
0: <laughs> Straight up, man, you gotta do it for your listeners, man. Gotta do it for your fans, man. I was looking at the analytics from February to March, and they came out with this new stat that pretty much shows your your real fans, and they just base it off of how long they listened to your episodes for. Blah blah blah. And yeah, if my knowledge is correct, like we had a thousand of them, over a thousand. I was like, whoa. That's crazy. That's nice. That's good to hear. It's a lot of people. And it's not a million. It's not, you know, paying paying the bills just yet. But you're 100% right, man. You, you, we do this for the listeners until they stop listening. Until there's actually zero. That's just a fact.
1: Yeah, we appreciate each and every one here for tuning in. We have fun making these shows, whether it's about hockey, whether it's about Canada, whether it's about porn stars. <laughs> we love it all, man. We hope you love it, too. Uh, and you guys, you, I, I might call you filthy bastards at the end of Silky and Filthy, but you really are, you really are all Silky studs in my eyes. That's
0: just a fact. My name is Kyle Bowen. Go find me K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. That's Trevor Beggs. Go find him at T-R-E-V-B-E-G-G-S. Guy doesn't know how to spell his own name. He just makes it short. Great 26 year old right here. I like that. Trev Beggs, sick name though. Let's be real. Trev Beggs? Yeah. You sound Tre- like a Trevor, fucking... Beggs,
1: Trevor Beggs was taken in fairness. I think a lot of people are going to run into... Th- people, people have run into that on Twitter and Instagram and whatever. But, uh, yeah, there's some Trevor Beggs out there. Uh, he hasn't tweeted in five years, but... It, what you know, a what dickhead, man.
0: What a dickhead. I know. Tell him, man. You're the host of Meemaw Mon Canada. Give me this fucking <laughs> domain, yo. Give me it now.
1: Uh, you know, I'm a nice Canadian guy, though, so I, 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 I still in the DMs, never heard anything, and so I'm just Trev Beggs, man. It's all good. <laughs> okay, let's get out of here.
0: Shout out Canada. Shout out the world. Be safe. One love. Bye-bye.